0: So I have been here a little over a year. And so Mm. when I started, they had already had the ball rolling a little bit. Right. And then I just kind of came in and sat down with them and was like, okay, so if this is what needs to happen, what do you think the best way to do it is? You're the ones that are in that muck in the mire. So talk. let's talk through, if this is our end goal, I don't care how we get here. This is just what we need to do Mm. to get here so what's with you driving the bus because you're the ones that are always in the driver's seat what's the best way to get there while doing these sort of things Mm. and so i mean i really think that that went a a long way to bridging the divide between marketing and the front desk and then getting them to be on board and so Mm.
1: This is the Paul Goff Audio Experience. Whether you call yourself a PT, a physical therapist, or a physiotherapist, and wherever you're listening to this right now, this is for you. It is me revealing everything I can to help make you a more successful business owner. Thanks for listening. It means the absolute world to me.
2: Hello, podcast listeners. It's Jake, your content editor and social media producer here bringing you today's amazing success story here on the Paul Goff Audio Experience. For today's episode, our superstar interviewer and Planet Paul editor, Nick, is speaking with a marketing assistant from our community. Tune into this episode to hear him speak to someone who originally had zero marketing experience, but has been able to grow into being able to advertise the best solutions to her clients, increase the number of patients on her schedule, and lower her average cost per lead after joining the Planet Paul community. Do you want to access more success stories like this, plus $2,000 worth of marketing strategies and tactics that are working now in clinics all around the world? If you said yes, head to com forward slash cash hyphen club to enroll for a trial of our cash club program. It's only a dollar to join us here on Planet Paul. What are you waiting for? I'll see you inside. Let's get this show started. Right, you want to fire away? Cool.
1: Um, sure. The business itself, I take it from what um, Carmen, everyone said, Simon, it's absolutely flying at the moment, isn't
0: it? Yeah, we're cruising Really good
1: times. Yeah. yeah. So what do you put that down to? What's the
0: Um,
1: process behind it?
0: Honestly, the whole we've been really working towards getting everybody rowing in the same direction on the boat, making sure we have the right people on the bus, that sort of thing. And um, it's just sort of been a slow play of working towards the whole team getting together together. Last year, we really relaunched what our core values were for the company and okay. um, just making sure that everybody that we have here aligns with the core values and those sort of things. And it just really has come into play. Um, my favorite thing about the company is everybody genuinely cares about the individual, not the in- not the injury. So it's not like, Oh, this is Karen coming in with knee pain. It's this is Karen coming in and she has two kids that are in soccer and is really busy and she looks a little stressed out. So let's take a moment just to sort of engage with her. And, and I mean like that starts at the beginning of the first phone call, which, you know, that whole conversation came from Paul's whole layout and we have an orange sheet where our front desk asks, you know, a whole list of questions just to get, just to begin the relationship. And then when it comes in, we have PTs that are great at that. And so that just sort of flows so that our, I mean, like we are always established patient heavy every week when we have new evals, we always have more established patients coming in than we have new patients. Now it's not, it's not 50, 50. It's more Mm. um, it's more what is that? 45, 65, 65, really, you know, because Mm -hmm. we are doing a lot to bring in new patients. But that is one of the things that is, I think, um, you know, just huge is that Mm. it's the relationship aspect of things. And it's just starting to, I, I mean, I feel like we already had kind of done that before, but it just is now a point we're being intentional with it. And that makes a huge Mm.
1: difference. And that keeps them on side, that comforts them, keeps them with you long-term as well. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, even the patients that, even the patients that if they have a bad session where they don't, they weren't comfortable with something we have in the background, the welcome campaign email that goes out that after about three weeks after their email an email goes out that says hey how we doing let us know and we you know we sometimes have mm-hmm. patients that write back and say hey i didn't love what happened the last time and i don't feel great and then we make an effort like i'll contact the clinician and say hey can you contact betty she just didn't love this and can we just like mm-hmm. chat it out you know it doesn't yeah. have to be it just have a conversation yeah. with her and." So so next time
1: it's not an issue, it's not a problem. It's just you overcome that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like, I know that she should have said something to you when you were doing the hands-on therapy, but she didn't. And that's fine. But let's just Mm. make sure that the next time, like, A, she knows that we heard her issue. B, we're aware of the issue. And C, we care enough about her to fix whatever the issue is, you know. So Mm. that sort of one of the, one of the things that I love that, that was my, that's, that's probably my favorite thing that we've fully implemented in the last six months was having the welcome campaign, sending Mm. out the emails and things like that because for those handful of, I didn't have a great visit last time, we get so many that are like, your team is awesome. We love your team. We love everything that's happening. You guys are great. And it just is really Mm -hmm. nice because as we're making this intention to all be rowing on the same level and all be, we care about the patient, not the injury. Sometimes that gets a little exhausting when you put all of that mm. um, Together. feeling into it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like when you care, it gets a little bit exhausting. So it's nice mm. to have that then, like positive affirmation that, hey, people are noticing, and hey, people really like you, and hey, people, you know, not mm. not because they need validation. Well, everybody needs validation Need but it, not yeah. because not because they they require it to function, but because it sort of helps
1: it helps with, the process
0: yeah yep. yeah exactly so mm.
1: so going to the um your front desk superstars as they are how um scorecards important in your role you play with them
0: um so we do do scorecards um I don't necessarily see any of them. The office manager handles scorecards. And so it's more so um, like tracking the MIA patients and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, We're working on implementing sort of like a better way to track plans of care and that sort of thing. But as for the front desk, we don't, I don't necessarily know if the scorecards come into play with the success of how the front desk is doing
1: right, right now. So what, so, what, so what is the, the secret to their success down here then?
0: I mean, okay. So I have been here a little over a year. And so mm. when I started, they had already had the ball rolling a little bit. Right. And then I just kind of came in and sat down with them and was like, okay, so if this is what needs to happen what do you think the best way to do it is you're the ones that are in that muck in the mire so talk let's talk through if this is our end goal i don't care how we get here this is just what we need to do Mm. to get here so what's with you driving the bus because you're the ones that are always in the driver's seat what's the best way to get there while doing these sort of things Mm. and so i mean i really think that that went a a long way to bridging the divide between marketing and the front desk and then getting them to be on board. And so Mm. when I say they have marketing's back, it's because they have my back personally, because I made the effort Mm. to bridge that gap and make relationship from the initial. Right. And so it's not, so anytime I have to change something new, I'm always like, okay, I know that you guys have a lot to do. Yeah. So let's talk about A, how is this the easiest way to do it? B, how can we make it so we're not duplicating any work that needs to be done? And C, in a perfect world, what would that look like? You know, that sort of thing. So and was so, that important? Sorry. Go okay. on, carry on,
1: carry on. No, go on, carry on. Um,
0: and so I think then that was already building up to, and we had a little bit of the orange sheet, but then when... COVID happened and Barry started his front desk thing. Um, Our front desk started watching those. And while a lot of it was repetitive, it just sort of like clicked a light bulb on for them and Mm. kind of, I think because before I started, there was a little bit of a struggle in understanding the why. And so Barry sort of like flipped that light on like, holy shit, that makes sense. And then Sherry tried it one time having a phone call. She literally got, I think it was five no's in one call. And just through having the whole conversation and just being like, she finally got her to schedule an eval because she was like, I understand all of these things, but the reality is I have, what is the answer to your question? And so getting that to be the mindset, like we have what they need and being exuberant about trying to, to convince them really just, yeah. I think, made the difference, the difference. In, the, in the front desk's mindset.
1: Mm, yeah. So when you go back to your coming into the company a year or so ago, was it important for you not to come in and say, I'm this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this? It was a case of listening to them, understanding them, knowing how they operate before you would implement anything?
0: Well, the huge thing, the huge benefit to me was I've never done marketing before. Right. So I don't – I didn't really know anything. I just knew how to have a conversation with a person like they're human. That was about it. And so um, it was really easy for me to come in and be like, explain to me, A, what we're doing, and B, why we're doing it. Like, Hmm. convince me of why this is the way. And so, I mean – Before I had started, I had watched a couple of Paul's videos uh, just because they had, mm. um, in one of the initial conversations, they had mentioned Paul and I just was like, oh, okay, you know, everything that he's saying makes sense. It's just, mm. it's just a matter of being intentional about that common sense thing. You know mm. what I mean? Like yeah. the, I was fascinated with the mindset of, like, the personality drivers, and how if you notice that a person needs something, like giving it to them. In my mind, I'm like, okay, j- that makes sense. That's what I do, you know, in mm. conversation. I notice that a grumpy person needs a smile, so I smile at them, or I, yeah. you know, those sort of things. And so then to spiral that down to how we're treating patients just was, I think, huge.
1: Mm. Your process when you arrived, then what was your onboarding process like with the company?
0: Oh, it was a disaster, but
1: <laughs>
0: don't 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 really? don't say that. Yeah. Um, so my first day, so because Steve, the owner, is the yeah. marketing port like he's the he has the marketing chair. I just yeah. do all of the he provides the content and I do everything else. Yeah. Um he had patience my first day. So I had ten hours of training videos. Right. Uh, my Just to first sit
1: through thing. and plow through, and yeah.
0: And right. um, the first video that I watched was um, a Rachel InfusionSoft video. Okay. It literally prompted <laughs> nightmares. Like yeah. I had nightmares about InfusionSoft
2: right. yeah. after
0: that. Like the little campaign sequence thing became an alien demon that was like chasing me in my right. dream yeah. that night, and so. I mean, obviously, we have come a long way in implementing processes and gotten into the understanding of telling them what we're doing and then why we're doing it is huge. Mm. But then I I also think that we have really made it so that it's like we're giving you autonomy to do it how you want to do it. This is just how – like. Yeah. Why we're doing it. How you get there is fine as long mm. as these things are done. You know? So, yeah, I get yeah. It.
1: yeah. yeah, So I'm finding it quite similar coming into Paul's world because it's new to me. You know, I've been a newspaper journalist for twenty so many years. So coming into this business itself is like, wow. And when I get into the infusion soft training programmes, I think it'll be the same with me as well, don't worry.
0: <laughs> oh well, I mean <laughs> I can't tell you how I slated. It just, I remember one day I was like, I woke up and I was like, oh, the Infusionsoft demon alien didn't chase me in my sleep tonight. And that, that was, was it. You were all for it. You were yeah, done. Yeah, I was yeah. like, all right. Yeah. You got the certificate
1: now, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, yeah. Cam still tells me regularly. <sighs> okay. I should I should say he's never once said that I'm an idiot. He's just adamantly agreed when I say I'm an idiot. Right? So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Semantics, yeah. Yeah. So, right? Yeah. yeah. you You get
1: away with that. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me a typical day of yours then from arriving in the office. What's yours? Do you have a structure? Do you have a plan? How does it work?
0: Um, well, I'll I'll tell you. I recently was driving out to Pittsburgh, and so I was listening to one of Paul's podcasts, and he mentioned right. something. Um, that I just found really interesting. And he talked about whenever he was you know, do, with the part of the soccer team, how the team never showed up like right at one o'clock for the game. They always mm. showed up early to get prepared for the game. And so I was like, okay, I like that. And so I'm trying to be more intentional about coming in like 15 minutes early so that I can already have what I, so I try to sit down and come up with yeah. a list of six, six things that need to be done. this day. Now, I always have, I always have like everyday projects, week projects, month projects, and then quarter projects that are always kind of like happening all the time. So the first thing I try to do is come up with a list of things that I need to do, reassess any meetings that I have to have, prepare for any meetings I have to have, that sort of thing. And then I just kind of take off, respond to emails, um run through my stacks of paperwork for follow-up check infusionsoft make sure it's working build a campaign in infusionsoft if i have to yeah
1: um
0: we're currently planning so last month we had an all-day staff training day that basically was for marketing but it wasn't necessarily right. marketing it was more because of the way that we're marketing it was more of a core values training and like okay. so we broke down the trainings from Paul's la- from the last mastermind and had each of the leadership present it in a way that kind of is conducive to their personality and a core value kind of thing and so that went really really well and that was really basically them getting a why for everything that we did and that was that was really huge so tomorrow we actually have a training day with the clinicians not a training day like two hours with the clinicians where we're reviewing things that we talked about talking about major wins what worked what didn't work and they had to read to sell as healthy over the month and so then we're just having like how we apply that and that sort of thing um Just because I go back to if I want to start a habit, if I'm not conscious and make a note like that every single day I need to do this. You won't. I won't. And so if we're trying to get them to change mindsets on things, if we don't remind them constantly. Mm,
1: It'll fall by the wayside.
0: Yeah, exactly. It'll be like, oh, I did this for a day, but then I didn't remember that I needed to do it. To do it again. Tomorrow. So. So that's mm. one of the benefits. Um, I'm pretty excited because we're um, we're gonna do like hot seats with difficult case scenarios, um, right? Where one clinician will play out a patient and that sort of thing, which is one of the things that I saw on mm. I don't know something. <laughs> uh, yeah. What was the question?
1: Your typical day. <laughs>
0: oh well, I mean,
1: if there's such a thing, and no, there isn't,
0: yeah, there isn't. It just is. I get done what I need to get done. Yeah. That, yeah. That's that's not very helpful for you, is it?
1: No, that's good. Don't worry. I got a bit there. I got a bit there. Um, accountability <laughs> in the business is that a big thing then?
0: Personal um,
1: accountability. You know, everyone has respons- you Everyone has responsibilities. Everyone's you know expected to do A, B, C, D. Everyone's yeah. answerable. To yeah.
0: What? They Everybody have to has do. like a. So every every person in the clinic now has a scorecard and that is kind of how the Mm -hmm. responsibility is matched so like the whole front desk all of the front desk team at all three locations is under amy um i'm under steve all the clinicians are under the two clinician heads that sort of thing yeah Mm -hmm. so we have a um what is it Geno wicks traction set up for our whole Operation.
1: yeah okay you got three practices i take it yeah
0: yes
1: yep. yeah i know because there was um, and recently you had this uh, foot scan yeah phenomenon if you like which went really well didn't it
0: oh uh, yeah well it's funny it's funny because like you know the competitive side of me was like yes this is awesome <laughs> that's just all i wanted people to say this yeah. is awesome but then it was like crap, the logistics right. of getting 88 foot scans in with all of the other patients. And so it was almost, there Are okay, moments yeah. where it was a little discouraging, yeah. but I was yeah. like, screw it. Like, this is exciting. Yeah. And I mean, I have no idea why. I was expecting 20. That's you. That would be like above and beyond what we normally mm. get. But I rechained our patients during COVID, like, every week, making sure there was an email, of something stupid happening of how people injured themselves, like a dad doing a TikTok dance with their daughter yeah. or, <laughs> you know, Joe decided that he needed to run every day and he's never run in his life, that sort of yeah. thing. And, yeah. um, and so it just kind of, I, I essentially got our open email rates from zero to 14%.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so then That's really the only thing we did for the foot scan days. There were a couple of ads in the local newspaper, Mm. but that accounted for, I think, like five of them. And then the rest were just Mm. people responding to the email bus that we sent out. So I
1: suppose during the troubled times, keeping your patients, customers in contact with them proved absolutely vital then, hasn't it?
0: Oh, my gosh. Our front desk killed it. They were constantly on the phone with people. I mean, I couldn't quite get the buy-in of if we saw Sam every Monday at eight o'clock that we were calling Sam every Monday at eight o'clock. But I did. They they were already ready to be like, these are humans in the middle of a crisis. Let's just make yeah. sure they're okay. And we're so okay. that was, yeah. you know, that that was my favorite thing about the whole thing mm. is we called, we sent notes, we sent cards, like every every patient got a note card in the mail that's like, hey, we're just thinking of you, hope everything's fine,
2: mm-hmm. if you
0: need anything. And then after the lockdown, so we only had the, we only had a lockdown for, I guess it was like six weeks. Right. Um, But it was only really like a scary thing for like three weeks around here. Mm-hmm. Um. So I had a couple of patients that told me that there were companies that they were really bought into and that they thought they had great relationship with and didn't hear anything from them for six weeks during this whole thing. And so they're like, Mm -hmm. they're not going to be my priority to come back to. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well, that's what Paul said. Paul's always right, (laughs) right?
1: (laughs) as proved <laughs> i would
0: i would have done it anyway i didn't need yeah. all to tell me. to
1: tell you right <laughs> okay yeah so i mean since lockdown everything's gone great then hasn't it overall do you just reaping the rewards from
0: it all yeah so um during lockdown i think the number was 40 percent. We, hmm. we dropped to about 40 percent capacity which i mean you know brian has um accountability groups that he's in where they had to shut down completely. And so we were really lucky that we could keep it at 40%. -hmm. And we had a little bit of virtual PT, Mm -hmm. Um, not a lot, but we did, we did kind of get that off the ground. And that was what a lot of what my emails were about was just telling stories of how it was beneficial (laughs) to have virtual.
1: Yeah. Sessions.
0: Um, And so, yeah, now we're, back and then some I think last week Steve said he thinks that we had the highest number of evals in Carlisle that we've ever, ever had so mm.
1: yeah there you success
0: it just really is all a team and I mean we still get a slew of patients from doctors just because we have relationships with different doctors and right. the way that we care for our patients the doctors want to send their patients that they care about to places that care about their patients and so
1: okay yeah yeah i yeah. understand mm-hmm. brilliant thank you very much Shari, that's great okay. filled in plenty of blanks there got plenty right about so that's cool want
0: to know the official that was painless. so far we had 86 foot scans and 55 of them right to spells, Took on. So.
1: yeah it's a great success rate isn't there it we are.
0: yeah
1: good percentage mm-hmm. brilliant And by the way, if you know someone who would benefit from today's show, please share it with them. And if you've got any questions that you want answered, tweet Paul at the Paul Goth using the hashtag AskPG. You can also find all of these details over in today's show notes. All right. Until next time, have a wonderful day.